Alright guys, it's Derek, so we'll do, we're going to do a little business shop, and today we're going to talk about uh, people that are booking calls, okay, they're making appointments. So what a, what a lot of people have as a screening mechanism is this little questionnaire of like, do you have, you know, how much money do you have to invest in yourself, and they put the different amounts. Right, and then it's like if you had if if this was a good fit for you today, would you be able to uh, pay? Do you have the money to pay to invest in yourself today, um, or do you have access to funding? You know all this other stuff, or no, I don't have money to invest in my business right now or myself right now, right? Um, and then they have uh, so many people, this one is silly to me, so many people are like, um, we have a strict no-callback policy, um, will you ghost us, you know, <laughs> so essentially, will you show up for the call or not, and all this stuff. Guys, you know, at the end of the day, like, there's a number of problems with this. One is that um, asking vague questions like, hey, like, you know, are you willing to invest in yourself, all this other stuff. People, you know, if you haven't pre-sold this right and you haven't kind of told them how much it is, and a lot of people are afraid, like, well, if I tell them how much it is, they're just going to run away. Let them run, okay? You only want to talk to people that aren't scared of real prices. If someone runs away because they hear a price point that, that sounds a little high and they decide they don't want to do any more investigation whatsoever, um, they're probably not a good fit anyway, okay? Um, so at the end of the day, don't worry about that. The other thing, guys, like, you don't need to try to trick people with these psychological questionnaires. I, I wouldn't even really waste my time with all that stuff okay um, one of the things that you can do is let people know how much it is you know so if you'd like to book a call um, what, what you do is say instead of having even a calendar just be like just call and leave a message no one's going to answer when you call or anything like that we don't have a team on standby or anything like that what you're going to do is call and leave a message and let us know that yes i understand that this costs let's say it's seven thousand dollars for example okay excuse me like say your program is seven thousand dollars if you you know, you have a have a video or two or whatever, and I've seen this work incredibly well for a, um, a company. Actually, a number of companies do this, um, but this works incredibly well. And here's some of the reasons why. One is most people don't show up for these. Um, you know, not most people, but a lot of people don't show up for the webinar it, just because they forget life happens, all the other stuff. Okay. So stop asking people if they're going to ghost you, all this other stuff. Stop asking them about if they have enough money to invest in themselves and stuff like that. Just be real with the amount and be like, hey, um, you know, you, when you book the call, um, it, it's call us and let us know which package you're choosing. So say that you give them an option of two, two packages, for example, 
you know, which, or, you know, or if it's one package, you could say, I understand, like call and say, Hey, I understand that this is $7,000 and I would like to sign up for it. Now this requires pre-selling on the video so that when someone calls, you know, you know, I understand this is 7,000 and I would like more, um, you know, I would like to ask a few questions before signing up or whatever. Okay. So this just really weeds out a lot of tire kickers, um, as well. And, and we define tire kickers as people that are just kind of wasting time. The other thing you can do is that you can put a deposit down so people can put a deposit down. Okay. So you can say, I understand that, you know, this is uh, a $7,000 thing and I'm going to put a, a deposit down of $50 um, to show that I'm serious about this. And it's a fully refundable deposit. So, um, you know, once I get on, I'll be able to answer any questions. You'll, you'll answer all my questions or I understand that you'll answer all my questions that I have. And I understand that, if either one of us determine it's not a good fit, that I will get a refund, I would be refunded my deposit during the call. Um, and if we decide that it is a good fit, we'll put the deposit toward the amount, right? So you can put 50, 100, whatever it is, just some kind of commitment. And a lot of people are afraid of this because like, well, no, I'm going to lose people, all this other stuff. But again, if your offer is good, then people are going to bang down your door to get in, okay? So you have to keep in mind, the offer needs to be really good, and then you don't have to worry about all this stuff. You don't have to worry about people ghosting you because they're going to want to get in, okay? And so this requires, you know, a little push away um, selling. This requires a little exclusivity, okay? Now, you can have real scarcity, okay? Don't have fake scarcity, okay? Digital products don't have fake... They don't have real scarcity, and it's not believable, okay? But if you're offering a service, for example, or if you're doing something custom for them, or even if it's a digital course, but you're offering some support, and support is high value, okay? You can say, you know, this is a downloadable course. We've unlimited these. What we don't have unlimited is support staff. And we, and we provide support for all our people to make sure they get results because that's our bread and butter. The, the be, bread and butter, the, the better results that our customers get, the better our reputation is, so on and so forth. And so we limit it at, at this amount every month and we're at this and just whatever it is, you know, to have that scarcity there, okay? And so... Sometimes people don't want to wait a long time to get in again or whatever it is. Like I've some I've seen some people, you know, put it like, well, I'm not going to offer this for a year. I don't like doing that. I don't think it's necessary to do that. Some people do that because they can and, and you know, um, or whatever. Um, but I try not to stay gimmicky with it. Keep in mind, this is a store. You want to keep your store open. Okay. And so, you know, you're, you're limiting it, but it's also an evergreen thing. And so at the end of the day, if you're limiting something, make sure it's pretty high ticket. You know, I would say even ultra high ticket, 40,000 plus. Um, but if you're not selling at 40,000 plus, then, you know, make sure that your, uh, customer numbers 
or higher so that you can make some real income, okay, and they, and make sure that you be able to support them, okay? And so that's something that you're going to have to balance out and mess with, okay? Uh, so at, at the end of the day, guys, like, you don't want to, like, do what everybody else is doing. And the other big thing is leaving a message on the phone. So you say, you know, pre-sell them on the video, okay, or videos, and you could do that through a drip sequence and email, okay? So we're going to tell you about what we're doing in video one tomorrow. We're going to tell you more about what we're doing in video two. In video three, we're going to tell you more about what we're doing and give you an opportunity to take part in it, yada, yada, whatever it is. So kind of like a, uh, a product, product launch formula iteration, you know, and look up uh, Jeff Walker for, for the product launch stuff. But essentially, you know, doing it this way is just different. And don't, like, right when someone gets to your message, I would just send them directly to the first part, the first video. People tend to try to rush people into the sale immediately without any kind of nurturing. And here's the thing. There's such thing as good as, as bad money and good money. Bad money is money that doesn't understand what you're doing yet. It doesn't know, like, or trust you yet. And your offer might be really cool, but sometimes it's good to say no to the money and make people qualify themselves to earn the, the a right to get into your club. You heard the saying, like, I wouldn't want to be a member of any club that would have me as a member, right? And so even though I butchered that quote, like, there's... There is something about exclusivity. There's something about something that's not easy to get into. So if you make people qualify themselves to get in, you know, you can ask questions like, why would you be a good member? Why would you be a good fit for this program? You know, and um, stuff like that. And, you you know, you could have to ask that in an email or whatever. And just have them reply. You don't have to reply back, but you can have them reply with that, you know. So there's different things you can do. But one of the things that's really important here, this step, is leaving an ant a message on the answering machine, right? So it says call our mess our answering machine. What we're gonna do is that um, one of our team members are gonna call you back. So just call us back with a time that's good to talk. Or, or with the with the range of times that's good to talk for you, and um, or we'll call you back first come first serve. So when we get the call, just you know, um, just leave a good time to call back or whatever, and uh, we'll try to call you within that time, within those times, right? And um, you know, go from there. Just understanding, like. You know, just make sure that they know what the price is, you know. Um, a lot of people set themselves up for the sticker shock thing, and that's such a pain to deal with. And so you want to get rid of that, and that's what the nurture sequence is for. You don't need to rush the sale. Most people don't buy in the first thing anyway. And you don't need to worry about it, you know. And there's this thing, well, you know, buy when they're hot and all this other stuff. But if you've got them in your nurture sequence, and that's the first thing they see, you know, you can slow it down and and prime them for it and get them super excited about what you're offering. So it's like you're doing a mini launch for your uh, application, okay? 
to be to join your coaching or your high ticket thing. Okay. So doing it this way with the email drip, um, you're mini launching it, you're building that excitement. Um, and another thing that you can do as well is that you can have um, a small group of people. So you can say this is a two step process. The application process is a two step process to for people to join what we do. And so the first one is going to be a mini group where um, we're going to have a small group of people and we're going to be able to answer your questions. You're going to be able to hear the answer of other people's questions, questions that you never thought you would have asked. And people find this very helpful because they get to see um, what, you know, what other people are doing, what they're going through, what they're struggling with. And we're going to answer questions live. We're going to do a live Q and a, um, for the first thing and ask you guys questions about what you do and also their stuff. It really builds credibility doing this. Okay. Um, it, it builds that, um, no like and trust factor and it's really powerful social proof. Okay. And then, you know, uh, from there, you know, according to the answers and stuff like that, you could have people weed themselves out or you can, you know, you could contact me through my links or whatever, and I can show you how this is actually built out. Okay. So I'm just kind of glossing over and just kind of giving you these steps, but how it's built out, uh, it's pretty simple, right? And then the next thing you do is on the next call, you have an individual call where they can ask any more personal questions or, co- or questions they weren't comfortable asking in front of the group or whatever it is. And again, keep in mind, these are all little hoops that they need to jump through. Okay. So the more they work for something, you know, and they, and they keep calling and they keep following them and doing all this other stuff by the time they get to that close thing. And this is really great for like ultra high ticket stuff. Okay. So we're talking 40,000 plus. Okay. Um, really good for that. Okay, so if you want to sell, you know, ultra high ticket stuff, that's my own personal definition is selling 40,000 plus for that. Um, it's great to, to, to do it this way, as opposed to trying to just pop someone on the call um, without any nurturing whatsoever and pre-selling and all, all this other stuff. Okay, that needs to matter, right? And you need to get rid of that sticker shock, Right. And if you have payments be, you know, um, you can either wait for them to ask about that, um, you know, because it'll be realistic if you're selling $40,000, $50,000, it could be realistic for some people to do payments, could be more realistic if you decide, you know, I only want people that can actually afford it all up front, you know, so you have to decide how you want that set up, okay, but either way, I think what's really powerful about someone leaving a message and saying, hey, these are, just leave a message telling us that you understand. Yes, I understand that this costs 7000 or 20000 or 40000 and I'm interested, you know, so if you're, if you're ready or you're interested in it and you're ready, um, then after you've seen the videos, don't, don't reply before you've seen the videos. After you've seen the videos, if you're ready, um, go ahead and call us and say, Hey, I'm ready. I understand that this is 20 or $40,000 and, um, 
and I would like to talk to a uh, success coach or whatever you want to call it um, and get rock and rolling here and just leave your number and the best times to call you. Okay. And this way, what happens is that you're going to be calling them so they don't have to remember to schedule or book a call. You don't have a full schedule um, where people have to like look at your calendar and try to figure out like, oh, they don't have an opening until two weeks from now. You don't want that stuff, okay? It's not cool to have a full calendar and your person has to look for some tiny sliver of opening and try to rearrange their life around that. Instead, just let them leave a message and then you can just call them back with different times and stuff like that. Because this 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 gets rid of a number of things. One is a lot of people don't show up for book calls anyway. There's a percentage of people that don't. And so you're going to have guys just sitting there twiddling their thumbs. Instead, it's just better to have it this way because they can be on the phone all day. Okay, there's no lapse in time. Um, you know, because they can listen to the message, call the person back. If they don't answer, they go on to the next message. You see what I'm saying? And so the person that didn't answer in the first one, you put them on a callback list. But either way, if you fill your pipeline with people that left messages on the answering machine, you always have your salespeople working. Or if you're doing this yourself, you're always having calls to make. And so you don't have to worry about time slots and all this other stuff, you know. Um, and, you know, unless some people, uh, you know, just put people in different pockets, depending on, you know, what time they said they were available and all this or other stuff, you know, you just take a piece of paper and just pop it on there. It's very simple to do. Okay. Um, and sometimes you can just completely ignore what time they said that they were available and you can call as well, you know, and, um, and, and if they have to reschedule, great, you know. And you might find that oftentimes they'll be able to talk anyway, right? Um, but try to stick to the times that they give available if you can. If you're build, if you're adding enough people to your pipeline like this, this adds a lot of flexibility and can keep you from a lot of the headaches with the calendars. You know, some the calendars are meant there to really help streamline this. But in reality, it does a number of things. One is that the calendar, if you have back-to-back -back calls, it causes a problem because if you're you know, if you're really crushing a sale, now keep in mind you're selling, you know, ultra high ticket things. So you, you're going to need more than 20 to 40 minutes with some of these people. Realistically, you know, we're talking about real money here, you know. And uh, so at the end of the day, um, by not having it bound by a calendar, like, oh, I got a call. I got to go. I have a, you know, the, the salesperson feels pressured. Um, and the customer feels pressured and then they might lose their steam later when you call them back and they lose, you know, you lose your mojo and you're talking to them and all this other stuff. So by having them call, leave a message and you call them back, there's no scheduled time. So you can stay on them. You could stay on the phone with them as long as you have to. And nobody is, is mad because their appointment was missed either by the salesperson and you're not mad because the, the, the prospect didn't miss their time, their scheduled time either, right? They're giving you a range of time. And that's why leaving a message on a recorded machine is very important. Okay. So very important to do that and just get their, you know, 
uh, make sure to ask them what their time zone is um, and what time is good to call them back. Um, you know, stuff like that. Very important. Or you can even have on the form like their time zone and fill in like a range of times so that they don't have to remember all these things on the on the answering machine. You know, so you could kind of set it that way if you have a form, you know, or go to Code Canyon or have a coder like make a, a form like that. So instead of them having to leave a message, they can do like a Calendly type thing. Um, and maybe Calendly has those options. I'm not sure. I haven't looked into that. But essentially, like, I don't think they have all these options. But essentially, like, you know, you just want to have a, a range and having them click that they understand how much the price is, you know, stuff like that. You can just have a radio button that doesn't have any function, but that someone clicks it, you know, if you want to be ghetto about it in the beginning. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I would make it functional because it just kind of shows, like, the person understands, you know. And you can go through and, you know, just, you know, kind of cover... And you can also have any disclaimers or anything like that, that they click the box, you know, they check the box next to it as well. But either way, guys, this is important because it just gets rid of a lot of the problems that a calendar has. And I do a lot of research and calls with different companies and see how they handle things. And one of the biggest problems is that people have to go. They don't have time to deal with the sales call that they're supposed to have time to deal with. Because they have another call scheduled, right? And so some people might argue like, well, you know, you should be able to close it within this amount of time if you're a closer and you can crush it and all this other stuff. And I appreciate all that, but not every sale is built the same way. And if you don't want to burn through your leads, and if you're selling ultra high ticket, you know, um, you're going to be doing some pretty high pressure stuff, closing someone that you've never talked to or you talked to a couple times for 40 or more thousand dollars right now again this all comes down to the value of your offer but still you want it to be a relaxed environment and so i found people leaving a message you know or just filling out a form with a, a range of times that they're willing to be called back at is much better um what days they're open to be called back at and what range of times so it just kind of leaves it really open Okay, so it's not set to a very specific time. You don't, it just gets rid of the problem. You don't have to worry about being ghosted. You don't have to worry about your salespeople not having someone to talk to and all this other stuff. Um, people always be on the, on the phone and being able to close deals. Um, and then, you know, again, it, it's setting up this way is better. Okay, and there are companies out there right now that are crushing it doing the answering machine method, right? Um, so at the end of the day, guys, like, you know, we're doing st stuff completely different. One is we are revealing the price, getting rid of that sticker shock. We are pre-selling before they ever even can qualify you know, they don't even have to pay a down payment if you do this, if you pre-sell them with videos first, and then the only, you know, 
um, the only time they're allowed to even call and leave a message to be called back to be considered to to join the uh, the small group of people that are doing it or whatever is if they've seen the the video or videos right that you've that you've drip sent to them okay and then you know after that they know how much it is and then in your application whether it's through a form or whether it's through the you know answering machine they acknowledge that they understand how much it is and that they are ready to sign up if it's a good fit right so at the end of the day guys it's really about getting them to qualify themselves to you having them jump through hoops okay not there's a balance okay not an obnoxious way but a balance if your offer is really good, they're going to want to get in, right? So you have to really look at your offer, and that's well beyond the scope of this, but your offer has to be really good, okay? So the better your offer is, the more people will tolerate to get into it, okay? Um, especially if not everyone can get in or they can get in at any time, Okay. Now, you will have an evergreen, but you do want to have some scarcity there of having small groups. doesn't mean you can limit how many groups you have, but you want to have small groups. And that's a great way to honestly and ethically have scarcity because like, oh, man, I don't want to miss this group. You don't have to tell them when the next one is. It could be next week. It could be whatever, right? And, you know, you can let them know that if you want to or whatever. But you don't have to, okay? Um, because you're not lying to them. And that's the most important thing, you know. And the and the other the other scarcity is just letting them know, like you know, the sooner you start, the sooner you're able to get out of this mess, you know, and be able to fix this problem that you're in. It takes time, so you know, you can wait as long as you want to. It's just nothing's going to change until you actually take that action, you know. And so we're here. You're, we're here when you need us, you know. Uh, but at the end of the day, like you know we really want to take, we really want to work with people that actually want to handle this, you know, then, you know, I did want to cover a little piece about like financing and stuff like that. Don't accept bad money. Okay. Like, you know, when you're selling ultra high ticket stuff, you want someone to be able to pay for it. Especially if like, if you're working with people that own a business that should be out of um, if they have great credit and they want to get out like a business loan or whatever and, and invest in it, that's cool. You know, make sure, like I would ask them like, dude, I don't want you dude or girl or whatever it is. I don't, I don't want, I, you know, whoever they are, like, I don't want to, I don't want you using your rent money for this. Um, if you have, if you have, if you're married, I, I want you to talk to your spouse. I don't like well, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. If you want to hurt someone's marriage, do that. The thing is, if someone buys, uh, if someone's married and they ask their spouse, first of all, if you ask your spouse and they say yes, that means you know that they support your dreams. They support you. And you need to offer you know, support with this. Maybe make a video that they can show their spouse, right? Um, the other thing is that their spouse will appreciate that they asked them, 
okay? And that way it gets rid of that, you know, um, buyer's remorse and all this other stuff, okay? Um, because it's it, one of the hardest sales you can make is selling to your spouse. Um, for someone that doesn't understand internet marketing and stuff like that or ultra high ticket offers and things like that. And so when you're doing ultra high ticket offers, you need to make sure, just like you support your JVs and give them materials, you need to have a video. I would definitely recommend having a video and the ability to set up a call. Some Keep in mind that some spouses do not want to get on a call with you. So you have some materials like a video and some other stuff ready, a presentation that the person can show their spouse. Because for them to turn around and try to rattle off why they should pay 40000 or 50000 for something, they're, they're just not skilled enough to do that, okay? It is, it is much better to create a very, you know, powerful video that can make that presentation for you on, the, on, the, on behalf of your spouse, you know? It could start with... You know, your spouse really wants to do this, but they really want your blessing on it. So here's why they're interested and here's what it covers, you know. And so, you know, and you can even have a personal message made. You know, if you really want to add a little touch to it, you could have a personal message by either the company owner or, or whatever or whoever else. Right. These things all really matter. OK. Um, add social proof. Um, you could have a couple testimonials in there and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, what you really want to have is just materials that they can give their spouse to help them to get their approval and close that deal, right? Or business partner, okay? Um, and, and business partner for these kind of deals, it could be their spouse, but it might be their business partners, partner or partners, okay? So either way... Guys, I know that, you know, gone along with this, but it's important because if you're doing the same thing that everybody else is, everybody else is doing, first of all, you're not standing out. And second, you're not going to really, really, you know, you're just going to be dealing with all the same problems everybody else is dealing with. And you're just going to be playing that numbers game. Now, everything is a numbers game anyway, but you want to make the numbers kind of way more in your favor. Um, and you know, it's about blowing through less leads, right? Just, you know, just think about like every lead is is valuable. If you're targeting good leads and stuff like that, every lead, you need to look at your leads as gold, you know, appreciate your leads. Some companies don't, you know, they just burn through leads and that's, it's not cool, you know, um, and so most of the work should be done in getting valuable quality leads because that will make every everything I just said, all these steps will be so much easier if you put more effort into getting quality leads. OK, these are people with high high net worth individuals that are very interested through different behavioral signals that they've shown that they're interested in what you're selling Okay, and so if you get really good at finding leads like that, then everything I just said will be much easier to do, and your it will be much cheaper to advertise 
and you'll make a ton more money doing this. Okay. So either way, I know it's a lot. I hope this helps. We'll talk soon and God bless.